0: Welcome to Eat This Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore. We get together twice a week for you guys. Twice a week we do this, sometimes more, so that we can chew on God's Word and share that with you. And hopefully you're encouraged and a little bit entertained by this. Um, we certainly are on our end of things, but you know, your own jokes are funniest to yourself. So this week we've got Lou Hines with us. Hello, Lou hi chris how are you i'm good how are you i'm doing pretty well now you're two chicken strips in (laughs) which means that you're not safe to drive right (laughs) i'm not inebriated (laughs) by chicken strips Uh, all the blood is rushing to my stomach and away from my brain (laughs) that's what you mean he he eats a bunch of food right before a podcast to try and get out of doing the podcast chris i just had lunch i'm so sleepy I don't know if I can do this, and I drag them in here anyway. So, uh, well, happy to have you here, Lou. Thanks, Lou. To be here. What are you bringing with us today? Yeah. Bringing to us. Yeah. So I just thought, you know,
1: had my morning devotions, and um, just thought I would share maybe some thoughts that came to me. I like. Um, them. as I
0: read God's word.
1: Cool. Where yeah. what were
0: you reading this morning?
1: um psalm 119 okay yeah so i'll read the scripture and then um yeah maybe we can just talk about it, i suppose great so obviously psalm 119 the largest chapter of the bible so i actually started um with psalm 119 i like to do different sections and so i actually started section 145 Uh, well verse 145 not section 145 um but pretty far down the line. And it says this, um, I call with all my heart, answer me, Lord, and I will obey your decrees. I call out to you, save me and I will keep your statutes. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I've put my hope in your word. My eyes stay open through the watches of the night that I may meditate on your promises. Hear my voice in accordance with your love. Preserve my life, Lord. According to your laws, those who devise wicked schemes are near, but they are far from your law. Yet you are near, Lord, and all your commands are true. Long ago, I learned from your statutes that you established them to last forever. So, um, the thing that I love about the Psalms um, is that, among many other things, they teach us how... I believe to communicate with God um, they um, from my perspective are some of the most emotional portions of scripture you know and because of the vacillating moods that you find in the psalms you know people believe that maybe David was like bipolar right because you have like um, one psalm where he's super happy one psalm where he's super sad and, and he wasn't the only one to write the psalms. Nonetheless, it, these give voice to emotions. and um, So I, I like to come to the psalms quite often for devotions. And uh, you'll find various things within the psalm that maybe hit you. Um, uh, different days, different seasons, whatever. And so as I was reading through it, just asking um, myself what was standing out. And, um, so as I came to it, you know, he says, I call with all my heart, answer me, O Lord. So there's this deep desire, um, to, uh, commune with God, but for God to hear him and for him to, for God to respond and to answer. He says, I will obey your decrees. I call out to you, save me and I'll keep your statutes. But then I, this is just for me and where, where I'm at. And, you know, I don't mean this to be prescriptive for anybody um but he says i rise before dawn and cry for your help uh, i have put my hope in your word and then the verse right after that my eyes stay open through the watches of the night that i may meditate on your promises and so you have this um juxtaposition of i rise before dawn before the sun even gets up and i'm crying for help so there's this in my mind this desperation um and then he says The next verse um but my eyes stay open through the watches of the night so he's like he's rising early he's staying up late so that he can be with god and like once again not being prescriptive i'm not saying that anybody necessarily needs to do this every day whatever but i certainly think that there are seasons and times when um when maybe it would be beneficial and i just think of myself I asked myself the question, I I get up early for a lot of things, but what I, do I want to get up early (laughs) 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 to have uh, a morning devotional time? But if we see this in this, I'm talking a lot, but if we see this in the psalmist and this desire, um, and if the Psalms are to some degree an example of just how followers of God were supposed to act and live, I think there are times when it would be beneficial for us where we need to um, uh, to do that. So, I don't know. I was just thinking to myself, asking myself those questions. Do I? Want I? Why not? Um, are there realigning of some values? May I do this in the near future? Perhaps. I don't know.
0: So, that's what I was pondering this morning, Chris. S- stay tuned, you guys. <laughs> Lou might do this in the future. Yeah. Um. So, question. Yeah. Do we know if this is a Psalm of David? The Psalm 119. Does
1: it say it? And the... It didn't in my Bible, but you know. Well, I don't have mine a... might be more inspired than yours. It so. might be. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does not. It does not say. It does not say if it's by a Psalm of David or not. Um, I want to... S- yeah, nope. Doesn't say. I'm just okay. going to stop there. Yeah. We don't know. We
0: don't know. At this point in time between our brains, Mm -hmm. we don't know. Um, Well, regardless if it is the Psalm of David, I was just thinking, okay, Mm -hmm. connecting this to David's life and what we know about it, you Mm -hmm. know, pursued by Saul, um, his family was in ruins after he had kids, Mm -hmm. pretty rough stuff happened in his life uh, amongst his own wrongdoings. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know... Even apart from that, if it if this isn't a psalm of David, we can see that there's a clear, tangible desperation here. Mm-hmm. Right. This isn't just a passing whim. This isn't like, I think it might be a good idea. Right. Or like what the psalmist is describing is um is, I think you said it, like a desperation mm-hmm. for these things. And I wonder. What they were in want or need of mm-hmm. that prompted that
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, when I think of my own life in that context, I think of how uh fortunate I am to be really in want and mm-hmm. need of next to nothing right uh except for more entertainment and more time to entertain myself. you know what I mean um, and i I've found i've been being intentional last um several days just about. Um, how I'm consuming entertainment, how Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. meeting my needs. Mm -hmm. And what I've discovered is that it produces a real discomfort when I don't have access to these things I want. And it made me consider how many of us, um, this is hopefully a really obvious rhetorical question, but how many of us are are simply not in a position where we need God mm-hmm. uh, by our own understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to eat tomorrow. My mm-hmm. kids are going to eat tomorrow. Uh, my roof is fully functioning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my electricity is mm-hmm. on. I have a smartphone that'll just funnel stuff into my brain 24 yep. seven, and uh, I can keep the dopamine up mm-hmm. relatively easily. So I got kind of a an IV drip of that all the time. Yeah, and that is so different than not only the psalmist here, but also Mm -hmm. people all around the world in their experiences. And, um, it makes me ask the question, what do we have to do to put ourselves in a position where this is our response? Because how many people Mm -hmm. could say, yes, I could at this very moment cry out to God, desperate for him to meet Mm me here. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think too, you know, you're talking about all these different ways of entertaining ourselves and, and, uh, Sure. Like, you know, um, I watch Netflix. My wife and I watched, you know, um, an episode of Seinfeld last night. And, but if I. Just one? Just one. Wow. You are way wholer than I am. (laughs) 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 And, you know, you're right. We, we have ways of constant amusement and constant satisfaction. And this is actually one of the things that I journaled about afterwards was um, do I have that felt need mm-hmm. I, I I wrote felt need because um all of these other things take care of that felt need, but there is a there is a very real need mm-hmm. in my life for god um for a relationship with him, for a communion with him that only he satisfies and um And to answer your question, man, I don't know. I think part of it is if we're honest with ourselves, when we sit and watch YouTube or Netflix, these things are not in and of themselves unholy Mm -hmm. or sinful. You like I said, I watched Netflix last night. Mm -hmm. But if I'm honest with myself, does it satisfy? No, it doesn't. And you know what we found too my wife and i if we like binge watch a show it feels really good in the moment afterwards Mm -hmm. we're like wow what did we do with our time yeah we feel worse and then we're like going to bed and we can't sleep and and then i think man wouldn't it have just been better if we sat and read or we um spent time in the bible or you know and um and did something like that as opposed to just binge watching and so i You know, as we've been talking, maybe the big takeaway is to evaluate. What are those ways in my life that I um, am seeking satisfaction apart from God? Being honest with ourselves, does that satisfy? No. And then maybe we take some small changes like, okay, how, what can I do differently? Um, You know, um, so for me, maybe it's shutting off TV at nine, spending a little time in the Bible before I go to bed so I can actually have a good night's sleep.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've talked uh, recently with um, uh, Jamie, Brianna's episode hasn't aired yet, but um, about fasting specifically and how it reminds oh, yeah. us <clears throat> and brings us near to the fact that we are so finite yeah, <laughs> and how yep. desperately we need God. Um, and one thing that I think it was a point that is worth restating is mm-hmm. that the act of doing A, B, and C is not um, a means of exercising our willpower mm-hmm. purely. I mean, mm-hmm. we are agents in that. We mm-hmm. have to mm-hmm. act on the thing. Mm-hmm. But to say, you know what? I uh, cut out cheese this month. Yeah, I feel like the Lord is <laughs> really, yeah, <laughs> the Lord's really pleased with that. Um, he'll be impressed with yes. me cutting cheese out this month. Um, you know, it, maybe for the one who, who cheeses life, you know and there are many out there i hear you people cheese is life for a lot of us um that costs something and it hurts yeah. and it seems like that uh, positioning our hearts and our minds in a constant state of need mm-hmm. is necessary to focus us back on the cross and on christ and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and god's character characteristics um and i've always been of the mindset that um you know based on the fact that god disciplines his children, Mm -hmm. those whom he loves. He's a good father. Um, that I'd like to, I'd like to get there before I need discipline, (laughs) if I can help it, because I know the purpose of that discipline is to say, you need me Mm -hmm. turn around. You're operating apart from me, Mm -hmm. which would be similar in a proactive sense to us saying, Hey, what am I doing right now? This says, nah, not, not right now, God, not Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and having imbalance, because I think like you alluded to, mm-hmm. a lot of these things, you know, so depending on the content you're consuming, sure. a lot of these things are benign. Mm-hmm. But um out of balance, right, all of a sudden you have a problem on your hands.
1: Yep. Yep, for sure.
0: Yeah. So that was that was my
1: big takeaway. Brilliant. Morning, Chris. So yeah. On one nineteen. Truly inspired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well glad I can <laughs> truly inspire you. <laughs> I love having Lou on because I can say ridiculous things and get a response out of them. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on, Lou. Uh, any chance we get to get in the word and discuss mm-hmm. it is valuable to me. And I'm sure other people are encouraged by that, too. So yeah. thank you for sharing. Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks for what you do. Appreciate that. You know, I don't hear that enough. I do <laughs> I do so much. And then just no recognition. <laughs>
1: I'll just hear it. Our offices share a wall, so I'll just
0: just yell it from time to time.
1: I appreciate you, Chris.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you guys for coming along this ride. Hopefully it was encouraged and edifying and and helps you uh, adjust your mindset and worship God in spirit and truth. So we will get you guys next time.